Good morning, ladies, gentlemen, people that don't give a fuck. I am Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. With me today is my co-host, Riviera. Hey. Whoa. I think this is fair to say. Big celebrity guests. Big celebrity guests on the program today, all the way from out in Finland. Please welcome to the show, Joel and Nico of the illustrious, the esteemed Blind Channel. Stop. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Where's our? What's our time difference like from here to there? I think it's morning it's over there, right? It is. It is. Yeah, it's evening in here. All almost. It's it's nine o'clock in the evening. Are the two of you based out of like the same area? You guys are close. Yeah, we're in Helsinki right now. Mm. Yeah, okay. in, and Finland only has one time zone, so yeah, it's dark and it's cold. <laughs> so yeah. when uh, I go to peruse your Wikipedia page, as I tend to do for anyone we interview. Your Wikipedia page starts February 2021, like drafted for Eurovision. Like there is nothing on that page from before when that happens. It's like you guys appeared out of nowhere. So I'm actually wondering if you could help me out and help these intrepid Wikipedia editors out and introduce us to the beginning of Blind Channel, where you guys came from, how you came to be. Yeah, we were high school kids back in, I think it was 2013. We were in the same high school, just teenage boys. We had this idea that we could start a rock band or male band and take over the world, go to America, go to Europe, tour everywhere, do big things, go to Billboard, you know, all that shit, like play festival headline stage and all, all of that. So, um, yeah, that's how we started. It was a pretty naive and cliche dream, but that's how we started and... and it's been good 10 years. Now we're here doing the promo for the fifth studio album, traveling all around the world. So I guess it worked out super well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not naive if it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not naive if it works, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's cliche, but it's true, yeah. So what were you guys up to in the years before uh, 2021? Because it says here you were, you were at, you've been active since 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've been pretty active. Like I think, mm, well, we immediately got into like releasing stuff. We released one EP, <laughs> uh, and then we always we did a lot of shows. Like we started. We were from this like uh, small northern city in Finland. It's called Oulu. It's in northern Finland. And then we like immediately left our city to tour Finland. We did as many shows as we could. I think then we got a, a slot from this huge metal festival uh, in Europe called Wacken Open Air. Uh, we drove there four days from Finland with a car to play 20-minute sets. But it was worth it because we got it got us a record deal. And we did three albums with this Finnish, Finnish label. And then we have been building a momentum for seven years, I think. And our third album came out and then COVID hit the world. So we were kind of like, we had nothing to do all our tours. Our first tours in Europe were canceled and we had to do something. And then we took part in this pretty big music competition thingy. And <laughs> I've heard, I've heard it is, uh, it is somewhat large. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then things started like happening. You, we, you know, we just spoke to a band manga from Turkey. Are you familiar? Uh, I think they were in Eurovision as well. They were in I... Eurovision as well. Yeah. Mama Zig and I think you and them are the only two representatives of new metal, the nation of new metal that we've ever had in Eurovision, which really should just be its own entrant. Um, they now they when they came up with their song, 
they, they had to like tone down some of the more new metally uh elements you guys did not seem to have the same problem a lot of samples in there a lot of rapping a lot of loudness did you guys just come up with that song on your own or how does the writing process work for that yeah it, we came up with the song on our own i guess the first demo was supposed to be a hip-hop track for dark side and the title was sex and the suicide it wasn't dark side it was sex and the suicide and then kind um, of a bad title sure, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty new metal, actually. The title, but that's <laughs> it is a pretty new metal title. So we figured out that if we are gonna represent Finland like a whole country in this competition, that's a bit too much. So we we had to like slow down a bit, but I guess Dark Side works well. So yeah, yeah that's the long story short. Um and when you you guys and you guys like uh, commanded a really strong share of the popular vote yeah I yeah think... i was reading about this this was wild um yeah uh, yeah i think you mean the audience votes yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah i think if we just counted the audience vote, we would have placed like third i think we would we would have been yeah yeah third third place and we ended up sixth but that really like that that wasn't such a big deal like let's just say that the Eurovision the 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 competition that was not on the bucket list for us like yeah. we always wanted to be this more like traditional kind of rock band to put out make record deals put out albums and tour the world it was just like when COVID happened there really wasn't anything else to do so we kind of felt like we took a shortcut to go and like release one of our singles in front of like 200 million people and it works pretty well um, do it yeah and i think the most important thing like uh was that we got to like show our middle fingers to everyone because that's a very new metal thing to do to just like put your middle fingers up and keep screaming and that's that's what we wanted to do so we re we didn't really think about the placement um was it third or it, it, it was sixth at the at the end i think the most important thing is that uh being on that show it got us our big record deal that that was the big deal not that you were allowed to actually put your middle fingers up am i right about that yeah yeah it was like that uh i think we painted them red so the message was super clear is the middle finger a universal sign of disrespect? Doesn't like England have like the two fingers thing? Uh, actually, sure. I have no idea. I have no idea, but I guess it's it's everywhere where you show it. It's like it's pretty Fred Durst. It's true. He loved that one. Um, wish we could have sent him to Eurovision. We've never even been to Eurovision. We shouldn't be. We're not in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of a technicality, though. I think we well, should we should colonialize Eurovision. We should invade Eurovision and just do like we do for every other country. Just show up, start playing. Um, so, guys, uh, did you feel? I'm gonna ask you this one. Did you at all feel like a little constrained by the Eurovision spotlight, though? Like, I wonder sometimes if if doing a competition like that, where you're on such a big platform, do you ever get concerned? It's like, oh, now we're the Eurovision band. Um, that almost, I think that almost happened to us. Like, uh, still, like you're it, the, that competition. It's an undeniable part of our history. It was a shortcut, and it got us like so many new fans. And the, the dark side became such a, such a big hit because of that. But I think like we made the record deal with Sony Music Germany or Century Media, uh, that works under them. Um, and I think we 
we we sat down and then we had this discussion with the band because like Eurovision also it, it kind of wants to hold you hold, hold you near like they wanted uh, the they would still want to do Eurovision interviews or have us like pop up there every every other year to say hi and remember us and stuff like that but we decided not to do that we just like we started we decided to move forward. We just kept doing tours in Europe and we started doing tours in America. In the US, US was funny because a lot of people in the in the US didn't know about Eurovision. So it felt mm. kind of like a new, new start. And um we know it's an undeniable part of our history, but um we try to leave it as a part of the history and focus on being more of a traditional band. So we made that decision, like it was a conscious decision that we made. Yeah. Uh, what I really do enjoy about you guys and like what one of the things that I'm always emphasizing is really important about new metal is like new metal bands wrote really catchy songs. They were basically pop songwriters with big guitars. And I feel like you guys follow along in the the uh, Scandinavian pop tradition of like Max Martin and Denny's pop of writing songs that are like chorus first or like hook first. Uh, wow, we're so honored that you say that. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was something I'd already thought about, and then it was like, oh, they covered Backstreet Boys. Like, duh, of course. Where do you guys feel like you fit in that legacy of like pop songwriting? I guess we are. We are. Um, yeah, we we grown up with the two thousands pop music. Like that's when we were like in our first or second grade when we heard like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC played on the radio and TV all the time. And also at the same time, new metal was on its on its peak. Like Link Biscuit was everywhere. Linkin Park had their biggest album ever. And and I guess it was a pretty interesting time to be alive, like early two thousand overall. Like because um, yeah, there was a lot of bands also breaking through from Finland, like him, Jeremy Bottom, the Rasmus Nightwish, all of those bands too. Cop. I don't think that in America, but in, in Europe, they were they were a big deal. And also there was a lot of pop artists coming out. Uh, like through Max Martin, he wrote a lot of hit songs for, I guess it was like Britney, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, all of that, like, you you know, that boy band stuff. So yeah, it's, um I feel like we owe a lot to early 2000s pop. That's how our pop is made of. Like, that's the origin of the blind channel pop. If if I'm, I'm trying to answer your question in some, yeah. some way, but maybe you got the point, like, yeah, we're pretty nostalgic kids. Like that's how would I put it in the words. Do you ever face any discrimination from other metal bands for being so poppy? I think I think we've had like our fair share of judgment. Like since since we started, like okay, here's the like we think we feel like the world peaked in the early two thousands and new metal is the best music ever made. And I think like. I think it's a curse of many new metal bands that like these metal puritanists like just come and uh, judge you. And also because we we love mainstream music, like there's no denying that we love whatever is going on in the mainstream music scene. And we, and we try to take the cool stuff from the mainstream pop music and just combine it with our own like new metal sound. We call that violent pop music. We've been calling it that for 10 years. And like when we started, there was this difficulty that we were like, we were too poppy for some metal festivals, but at the same time, we were too heavy for some pop festivals. And like, we were doing this this big metal festival in Finland. Um, and then I think the, someone in the audience tried to insult us and they called us like, you're just the backstreet boys of the metal scene. 
but we didn't take that as an insult it was more like a compliment we were like damn fucking right we are and then we started wearing white clothes and doing dance choreographies and like we turned that into our strength and we've been doing it ever since and it seems to work like it seems only like in the past couple of years the metal scene has started like accepting us as like this this metal band because the finnish metal tradition is pretty brutal am i right am i right yeah Pretty gnarly. It, it, it is. Yeah. I think the biggest bands are are yeah, pretty br brutal. But there's a lot of like this pop rock thing also. Like I guess in America, him is the biggest thing ever coming out. Like I back flipped in through the bands, and that would be the one to me that I'm like, okay, like they could tour our whole country and people will go see them yeah. and stuff. Well, they yeah. could have. They they broke up, right? Yeah, yeah, they they broke up. Yeah. But they are um, part of the history, and and it's like a like when when we go to America, people always if we talk about where we're from, everyone says it's like it's him or Nightwish. Those bands mm -hmm. are like yeah. Off the mind. And I refer to both as new metal sometimes, just because, just because it's it's fun like that. People are like, these are new metal bands. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are like well, certainly for Nightwish and and him a little too. Those are more like symphonic, like very serious. Yeah, you know, like that's no, not like your music at all. They're very; those are very serious bands. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree with that. yeah. Like I think we have a way of songwriting. Like we have a huge respect for both of those bands, but they're not. Their music is not our cup of tea. Like when we're in the studio, we like to think that we need to write the kind of songs that people want to listen to when they go skateboarding or play basketball or something like that. And then, like, when you go skateboarding, I think you're not maybe listening to symphonic stuff. You want something, like, something cool and swaggy, yeah? Yes. Cool. Yes, we need more cool and swaggy metal music. Something I yeah. think is uh, very, very great about you guys and really heralds a brighter future is you, you took a step that too many metal bands today are afraid of taking, which is you actually hired a DJ. Instead of fired yeah. your DJ, you hired one in 2020. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that new relationship, how that's affecting your sound? So uh, Alex was a part of like the like the Frank group we had. Uh, he was hanging out with us all the time. We were in the bars. We were already writing songs together. And then we went to the like one wide night out in Helsinki. And I was like, hey, dude, you should really join this band. And he was like, no, I don't think so. And on the second night, he was like, hmm, I'm thinking about it already. I was like, okay, let's do it. Then we had one show together with him. Like it was, uh, I think it was a small festival in Finland. And after the show, I asked again, do you want to join the band? And he was like, yes, I'm in. And then we got him in and now we're here. Did your songs now already have turntables or did you add them? Have you added them more recently? Alex, I think we added them like at the at the point we had some, but they were usually the the live live shows just didn't have them, or then they were they were on some backing tracks or something like that. But we started having like a lot more of them when Alex joined, and also like Alex Alex had a huge like a big DJ career here in Finland and even in Scandinavia. He was a well known DJ, but he he was going through this phase that like he started to feel like touring as a DJ was lonely and he was an original metalhead. So it was just natural that like that he joined joined our band and he's also like a great producer. So like when he joined, we could we were able to start producing the songs ourselves and like we could do everything like within the band, which was a huge force for us. And then of course, like uh, Alex has the coolest parts to do live. Like he has the like 
he, he's, he's scratching and playing synthesizers and all the cool stuff that's that you hear and you see live Alex doing his job. Yeah. And I, I know I actually have heard your new album, uh, Exit Emotions, and certainly on like track one, Where's the Exit is really like a, a full force assaults on the senses. And that is like everything going down there. You're rapping. We got turntables, heavy breakdowns. Um, why don't you talk me through this as a band that's so pop focused? What is your songwriting process like? Do you guys like jam or do you cut in the studio, lay things down? You know, you, you tell me, you tell me. Great. Okay. Continue. Yeah, so it's more like a studio thing. We go to the studio and one of us has an idea that this could be the next hit song. Like, like this is a joke, but. For example, with Where's the Exit, it all started with um, with the thought that what if we mix up the Berlin Tech House EDM to metal music? How would it sound like? So there was this one reference track, and it was, you know, the Swedish House Mafia, the EDM. Familiar. Group. They had the big song Greyhound, and it's like super early EDM from 2010 or 9 or something like that. So we thought that maybe if we add this vibe, this tech vibe to metal, we have something super new. And that was like the key start for Where's the Exit. But there can be many other ways how we how we find out the way to build a whole song. But yeah, for, for that particular song, that was the story. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, Riv, you got any questions here? Um... Oh, I, I'm sure, I'm so sure I do. Um, uh, oh, is it tacky if I, as the, as the resident woman, ask you about fashion? Maybe a little. No, uh, <laughs> ask it. <laughs> but uh, I am, I am really interested in, in how you guys style yourselves as, as a band. Um, Cause I, I don't know. I, one, there is such a reputation of like new metal bands as being, uh, gross in the in the personal hygiene department which i don't think is the case and i there is really? this like um such yeah, such I think a it's like, really just like slipknot that's like truly gross like that uh, really ran with gross as sort of their aesthetic oh you might be right but it, it is really like an i always felt like i always mind. felt like limp biscuit or lincoln park those guys were very showered very clean very clean yeah corn were gross too actually corn were yeah. probably also really gross I think like I think we we try to stay on the like uh on the clean side with, with that but like you mentioned Slipknot like there is definitely like um we've gone to like many different we've tried many things um like fashion wise or like styling styling wise I think it all started like when we we were we were called the Backstreet Boys of the metal scene and we and we wanted to like emphasize that and then we got like at first it was white clothes then the color changed but like uh, we wanted to keep like we wanted to look like a boy band. We needed like one style. Right now we have like we have black and red are the theme colors of the of the album. Um, we have like matching outfits, all of us. And that's also like after Alex joined four years ago, there's now six members in the band. So there's pretty much uh, there's a lot of people on stage, just like yeah. Linkin Park used to have. Slipknot has even more. And we saw Slipknot. We were playing at Knotfest, and there's this incredible, like even it feels dangerous. The forest when there's so many people on that stage, 
And then like they're all wearing like something that matches. They have the similar kinds of office. Of, of, of course, like Slipknot has the scary masks and all that stuff. But we wanted to like, we want to look like this, like a gang or an army or whatever. When we show up on stage, there's like, there's six of us. That's a lot of people. And we want to be like this force on the stage that you just cannot stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that like unified design image is really powerful. How much of that is like your own personal styles that are coming out into what you put in and how much of that is like something you're you're cooking up in the lab? Um, yeah. For example, this jacket that I have right now, it has this exit emotions. Like, I don't know if, just, mm -hmm. if you can see it, but it has the same, same thing that oh, we have yeah. in this album cover, which is mm -hmm. like the, the spike ball, the morning star. So uh, yeah, I feel came with that. all the promo. He's like, I got the jacket, I got the yeah. album. He's even got like a little <laughs> eyeliner and chain. Meanwhile, Nico's just like, oh my god, that's right, we have an interview. Okay, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm just chilling. Yeah, I'm just chilling, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, got you got it so fucking right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I answer your question, but. I feel that whenever you walk out or you do something that goes out, you have to be the product that, that mm -hmm. you like. It. The product is pretty brutal world, but I mean, if you you probably got my point at some some way. Yeah, I, when a band walks out on stage and they don't look like anything, they're like wearing T-shirts and jeans. You're like, eh, like they haven't even played any music yet. And you're like, damn, this isn't that important to you, huh? But if everyone's yeah. coming out all eyelinered up, it's like, okay, let's see what they can do. You got to like clear that yeah. bar though. You know, like it sets expectations. It sets a really yeah. high bar and you got to jump totally. over it. So with the new record, the new record is, is very, you know, like it's very professional. It's very accurate. It's, it's not jammy. You guys sound like you're really like laser focused in on writing these songs, making these songs hammer home. And I'm curious to like, what are some of your influences now? with this record, maybe some more modern influences you guys got going? Well, like, I think, <laughs> I think the biggest influence for this album are live shows actually, or metal yeah. festivals or like these underground fetish clubs in Berlin or stuff like that. Like that was, that was like- Those are my influences too, by the way. Like I, we're, we're, we're- <laughs> Yeah, totally. that's you, Berlin club kid. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like we did, like between the previous album and this one, we did over 200 shows. And then like yeah. we were, and the, the shows were happening, the tours were happening at the same time we were writing the new album. So it affected us a lot. And the sound of the album, I think it's it's a bit heavier. And like, and the songs are like crafted in a way that they are, this album is not meant to be just listened to from Spotify or iTunes or whatever. It, these songs need to be experienced live. So you, you can see like the full, full potential of them. And that's why we're super excited to go on tours. Like, I'm not even sure like what did, what the bands or artists are that influenced us. We just knew that we were, we were going to do the same things that we had done before, but focus more on like, um the live aspect and find like the the heaviness to the songs it seems like you're really trying to box in that same arena though is like bring me the horizon and bad omens and some of the bigger metalcore groups do you try to do you see yourself as like being on that stage with those bands? awesome bands awesome bands i think we are not that serious we're more like um if you think about Jackass, the TV show, or or Nitro Circus, or anything like that, you know, like a super reckless TV show, 
or even Beavis and Butthead or something like that. We're more like in the dad direction. We're not that serious. We have this little um, pranks everywhere in the music and in the live shows as well. So even though we might look like these dark Finnish boys, we're still super funny and kind of, well, at least we think. I mean, we're not that serious. That's that's probably the main main thing here. That, I think yeah, I think when your big breakout moment is like Eurovision and not like burning down a church or something, it's like you can't yeah. take yourself too seriously. Yes. Like we're already yeah. a Eurovision band. Like you know, we kind of got to live with it. We got to embrace that sort of inherent goofiness. Well, and I think like with a lot of very successful new metal bands, I mean, like Limp Bizkit. Part of why they were so successful is because they they knew what we're doing is a little silly. So let's do silly really well. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and I like that so much more than bands that just take themselves super seriously. That's what a lot of like the younger new metal bands do. And they, they take themselves really seriously. And it's like, no, lighten up, lighten up. This was always a funny ass genre. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and yeah, like you were saying, I mean, the genre is so, so grounded in the live experience of it. Like, Part, I mean, part of what makes new metal fun is like you can you can jump to a bounce riff. Yeah, you can't necessarily jump to. to well, I like can't because I don't songs. know when Blind Channel is coming old. to Los Angeles. Okay. Fuck off. Thirty one is the new thirty one. Now I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm old, but I can still jump up and down. Speaking of jumping up and down, when is Blind Channel coming back to LA? Uh, we we have we have plans, but I'm not sure. We we haven't released them yet, so we can't really talk about them too much. But we're gonna do. A, can, is there anything we can talk about, Joel? Um. Well, there is actually um two festivals in USA in May. We're gonna play. Um. It's Rockville and Aftershock, or well, I think it was those two. I'm not sure, but <laughs> big festivals in USA. Could so. Be. They are already released. So, um, and they are in Florida, and the other one was somewhere I don't remember where. But it's in like, California. Everyone, everyone can already like yes. There's gonna be a tour around that. We're not coming only for two festivals. There's gonna be a tour, but we can't tell which tour. But it's gonna be a super new metal tour. So you you will see. Awesome. It's it's a good lineup. It's pretty legendary lineup, and it's super new metal. So you will see that. Yeah, it's gonna be announced soon. I hope. Okay. What are a few of your favorite? We've talked now about like a lot of pop music, a lot of American music. What are some of your favorite Finnish original bands? Some of your new for, influences? For me, I have to say when I was a teenager, Chinder and Bottom was a big deal for me. I don't know if you remember them. It was I was expecting something more obscure. I do know what Children of Bottom is, yeah. They do yeah, okay. They, over were, here. What? they are they have a following over here for sure. Yeah, they had they they actually I, I think they went to Billboard like top 30 or something like that and and they sold out big venues there so yeah yeah um those are my favorite like that's that's hands down the favorite band for me like a uh, very difficult question i think because like um finland is such a there there are not too many bands like that in for an international career like uh obviously i and we have huge respects for like well i i, I always liked him and whatever villa's doing right now I, I like that too i have respect for it we had a band called the rasmus um they were huge we met them they became like friends of ours then there's like there, i have huge respect for like bands like nightwist and stuff like that but th those weren't like those weren't the bands that i listened to growing up like i'm the 
I'm the rapper guy. Like, <laughs> and we don't have international rappers from Finland. Like, I was listening when when Nightwish and him and Erasmus were doing their like they were at the top of their like career and going things were going really well. I was just like I was listening to Eminem. So yeah, it was it was a bit different for me. Who are some of the native like Finnish new metal bands? Because what hurts me is I can name Swedish some Swedish new metal bands, but I can't name any local <laughs> Finnish new metal bands. I guess there was none. Like I think the closest of the new metal was maybe the Rasmus, but they were yeah. not big. Okay, they had like the In the Shadows song, like ah oh, ah. Oh. I don't even remember that, but it was a like it was big in Europe, like it's... super big song. If you if you listen to it on Spotify, you probably heard it somewhere. Yeah, I'm like I'm later. so sure that I have heard it, and I can't conjure the memory right now. Yeah, but that that was like a that was like a big deal. Um, back in early 2000s and they were i guess touring with like hubis tank or those bands so yeah okay, they were close enough yeah but we don't have we don't have new metal bands like <laughs> after this interview you've met all the new metal bands from finland what's up man yeah. you definitely do i i i'll i'll find them i do this i will find them i will find them i'll find them. let us know Tasmanian new metal band damn it i'll find them but um are all your songs in english yeah yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that typical for fin Finnish music? Um, not really. Like, I, I think it was it, for us. It was obvious, like, because all the bands we were listening to were from, were singing in English, and were mostly from the U.S. or at least from Europe, and singing in English. Like, there was never even a discussion to do this, like, in Finnish or whatever. And that's like only rock bands in Finland have done that. That they. Uh, write songs only only in English like we have a music scene here but it's mostly like Finnish language pop music and we were we never really fit to that scene how big do you think you guys can make it here in America triple platinum selling out stadiums taking me along to cover the tour $500 a day per diem if we got to the level um where we are selling arenas that would be dope like 10,000 per night that's that's pretty good bar right now you know what um if i'm if i'm reading my notes here correctly uh your latest single actually did chart here in america right yeah it is bill uh, billboard i think it's the active rock 28th or 26th right now so it's been there for weeks and um yeah, fair to say we're coming back already in March to do some more radio promos. So we are aiming for a top 10. That's and exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. I mean, I can't think of the last Finnish rock band to make it up there. So what's like your biggest American tour you've done so far? I think, I think it was with the... It was the... Yeah, last yeah the, the who, the... Yeah, Mongolian, like this great, they call themselves a warrior metal band. Oh, yes, yes. Not the Who, W-H-O. I was like, huh, would have been an interesting Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah the age. The other one. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay, and that was yeah, that was in America? Yeah, it was in October last year. How do you find American crowds react to your music? It works. I mean, they love it because we have the, we're, we have this little exotic vibe from the northern northern Europe. Like we don't look like Americans. We look like this boys with the fucking spike eyes and all of that. So um yeah, we're kind of different from the Americans, but at the same time, we have the 
Linkin Parky snow metal route with everything. So it kind of works. I mean, I can see that it works. We're kind of all in California, so yeah. Is Linkin Park We're your biggest home. new metal influence? What? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like yeah, Linkin yeah. Park. Uh, it's it's easy to say that we didn't we wouldn't even have a band without Linkin Park, but we wouldn't we wouldn't even be friends without Linkin Park. Like we like when we were we were in this music high school like over ten years ago, and I was like I was producing beats for local rappers. I was doing this rap slash pop songs myself, and the guys had like metal bands, very like traditional kind of like metal or maybe some metalcore influences, but whatever. We were hanging out like in totally different groups and then there was this like house party going on and we all happened to be in that high school house party and somebody just like some the dj put on um i think it was in the end by from linkin park and i started la- rapping to that song and the guys were like these metalhead guys were like do what the fuck and we're just starting this new band like we have our first rehearsal tomorrow you want to come and i was like hell yeah and that's how we became friends and that's how the band started so linkin park we we owe a lot to linkin park yeah that's like and and i think that they really truly like embody the idea of like making big pop songs out of metal it's uh elements yeah uh riv i'm about wrapped here do you have any questions for for our boys over there for our uh, boys out there let me just make sure that we've got all of puffin's questions because they're big tired they're they've got a long day of tomorrow <laughs> of rocking ahead of them and this is not the last interview we have one more really no. yeah to america yeah we can do this all day it sounds like you yeah, do yeah. do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so have have you guys really embraced the uh, the new metal label now? I know. Yeah, it seems like you guys are pretty proud of that one. Yeah, we are super proud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's Love something that has it. like ebbed and flowed in, in popularity and in acceptability to take on. So we're really winning yeah. though, okay. Riv. I feel like it's been a long time since we've had a band on here that are like, no, we're not that. I feel like most of the time now we have people on, they're just like, yeah, fuck, fuck, yeah, yeah, we're new metal, hell yeah. yeah it's pretty true. We're super proud of that, yeah. We've come, we've come such a long way. <laughs> <laughs> we really have. Because if you guys were doing, if you guys were doing new metal, if you guys have been new metal since 2013, and yeah. uh, if you were, you were primarily, primarily Finnish, how is like how was that received over there? Are people generally kind of open minded? Because I'll tell you what, if you were trying to do rap and hip hop with your metal music out here around that time, you would be made fun of mercilessly. I think like people were people were very close minded here as here as well. Like when we started in two thousand and thirteen, it was also a bad time because like uh, the new metal wave had just passed. Like that wasn't. Yeah, new metal. It felt like we were late from the wave back then, and a lot of people like said that you guys are so late that you should have done this five to ten years ago or something like that. And it was really difficult. But I think like we love new metal, and we kept saying it just like because every time you said that we play new metal, you got a reaction out of people. It might like some people were like fuck yeah, but some people didn't like it at all, and that's why we kept saying it. Like we right. we for we, better we, for we worse. Our music. It's gonna get yeah exactly yeah like we call our music like we 
we we were proud about the new metal like title when it wasn't cool and it was crazy because we we didn't feel like it would come back to be like a cool thing in our lifetime and now we're just like we're almost 30 years old and like or just 30 years old and now new metal is coming back or it's cool again and it feels so fucking amazing tell me about it i think that's as good a place to, as any to leave it uh Joel and Nico, I'd like to thank you guys so much for your contributions to music. Your proud uh, repping of the scene means the world to me, means the world to Riv, I'm sure. And uh, thank you guys so much for appearing on the show. Thank you for so having us. Before we, wrap, before we wrap this up, he like leaned forward. He's like, Ugh. before we wrap this up, please let the people know where you're at, where they can find you and what's coming up. Everywhere. I mean... Right now, everywhere, because the album is coming out, we're doing tons of promo, but on the socials, there's like TikTok, Instagram, uh, X, um, YouTube, Spotify, all that shit. And also, I think in many American rock radios right now, I think there's like over 25 radios playing Dead Zone. So keep your ears and eyes open. And hopefully coming to a city near you soon. Yeah, we have a lot yeah. of plans for the USA. Yeah. Awesome. This has been Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. Thank you to my co-host Riv for making it. Thank you one more time to Joel and Nico. And remember, always be supporting and platforming the new talent in this scene. Have yourselves a wonderful day.